Welcome to Cooking with Christian, the only cooking podcast where you don't see the food. I'm Christian, and today I'm joined by the lovely, effervescent, and charming Emmy. Say hello. Hello. So, Emmy and I are making brownies today, so just another chill recipe, nothing super crazy. Um, I've had quite the weekend, so I didn't want to make anything wild. Um, but Emmy, um, just a little background, Emmy and I work together. Um, at the Zoo Lily. Um, I actually trained Emmy. You did. You yes. did. I actually trained Emmy um, as a writer. And then um, now she's my backup coordinator. So we still work. We still um, work together. And of course, we you know sit right down the aisle from each other. So yeah. we talk every day. But um, she is on the podcast. So welcome. Thank you. Yes, I'm making excited. An, making an appearance. So um, we just got a boxed <laughs> brownie thing because both of us, she came over and both of us just looked at each other. And we're like, we don't want to do anything crazy. So um, what you need, oh, we did Giardelli though, guys. So fancy. Yeah. Got to keep it fancy. Um so you just need the box and then follow the directions on the box. So we're preheating the oven, um, one-fourth cup of water, third cup of vegetable oil, and one egg. Then you mix it together, dump it in a pan, and cook it at 325. Easy peasy. Easy peasy, yes. Okay, so how are you? I'm good. How yeah. is your weekend so far? Uh, it's been pretty chill. I got to hang out with my friend yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think that's the only major thing I've done, but I've been buying like a lot of clothes recently. Really? Yeah. Like you're kind of a little shopaholic lately. Yeah. But like, I just Same with find a lot of people. I think it's springtime. Yeah. I just find a lot of really good pieces. Hold on. ASMR guys. I'm cracking an egg. Okay. Gotta get the ASMR for the kids. <laughs> you know, kids like that stuff. Gotta stay trendy. Yeah, gotta stay trendy. <laughs> gotta make sure that I get those listens. I need some 15-year-olds to follow me. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm adding all the wet ingredients. So, like, the water, the egg, and the um, oil into a thingy. Yes, if you want to pour the oil into the third cup, that would be lovely. Got it. A little audience participation. But anyway, what have you been buying? Like online? Have you been going in stores? Like what's uh, that? So I bought a couple things online from Zulily. Okay. Um, one's a choker yeah. necklace because I bought some jewelry jewelry off Zulily too. Yeah. Yeah, I bought these earrings. Um, I, it was Friday, really chill Friday, surprisingly, <laughs> and um, these like um hand like these very rhinestoney hand Hamsa hand earrings um were on the site and they were the HP image for like the event they were in. Mm-hmm. Um for anyone who doesn't know, Zulily um sells things through events, so it's like um curated things with a bunch of different items in it. And um this was like a jewelry event. And it was the HP, which is like the first image you see of an event. And I was like, oh, I wonder if it's in there because sometimes I feel like they the HP stuff gets sold out the fastest because it's the first thing you see. And it was only $13 for that pair. Dang. Super cute. And yeah. so I I just immediately pressed order. I was like, I just got paid. So I was like, let's just fucking do it. But yeah, so you bought some jewelry. Yeah, and then I bought um, like pleather pants. Ooh. And so that's why I bought this flannel and my white shirt. I just to got go this. With the to pants. go with the pleather pants. Because whether you're wearing the flannel, flannel or have it like tied around your waist, it's going to look cute. And then with yeah. my docks, of course. Oh, of course. Okay, I need to get some scissors for this stuff. So, riff. Okay. Riff. Riff. 
I don't know what to riff about. Mm-mm. Well, it doesn't matter because I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. I, um, so you've just been shopping. Yeah. Um, did you buy all this stuff online? No. I bought, I think I got these at Walmart. Uh-huh. I'm not really sure. And then I, of course, found that uh, Beetlejuice dress. Oh, yeah. Last weekend. Oh, yeah. it's my aesthetic. Yeah. You, you do have that kind of, like, um, <laughs> not goth. Yeah. But goth light. Kind Soft of like, goth. It's kind of like um, your aesthetic is like the goth girl that's like an adult now. But yeah. still wants to like hold on to that. Refined look. goth. Yeah, refined <laughs> professional goth. My style is like um, lesbian <laughs> lumberjack. In the winter. In the summer, it's very like obvious gay. Like I wear mm. like booty shorts and shit. But in like the spring, fall, and winter, it's like flannels boots like that shit but i it's like kind of my broke week because um i'm like paying rent i'm like paying a bunch of bills this week so this coming paycheck will be like a fun one because i'm gonna get my first tattoo (gasps) yay what are you gonna get i'm getting um so i was talking to juan our coworker. hey girl (laughs) i don't know if you listen to this but um i call everyone girl I've noticed that lately. I just say, hey, girl. It's like a fully, like, giant man. <laughs> like, excuse me, girl. Like, at the grocery store. I don't know. But anyway, um, I had a really interesting and very positive week last week. I can't go into all of the details. I just, for anyone who knows me personally, knows that I've um, recently discovered some things <laughs> going on in my life that I always had a feeling were happening but didn't want to ex- I almost dropped the brownie batter all over me. <laughs> I'm stirring the brownie batter, guys. Um, some stuff has happened that's very positive, and I'm very happy. So I just had a really good week. And um, Friday, I was riding the wave, you know, of positivity. And I was like, I want my first tattoo. You know, my next paycheck, I really don't have anything to, like, pay. It'll just be, like, in my account. And the idea I have is probably going to be pretty cheap. It'll mm-hmm. just be a walk-in. Probably. So um, when I explain this tattoo idea, just bear with me. Um, I'm not like, I have a very religious background. Like my dad's a priest and stuff, but I'm not a fanatic or anything. But um, it's two annotations of Bible verses that I really like, the two Bible verses I love. Mm-hmm. So the first one is Jeremiah 1 5. So it'll just be J E R 1 colon 5. And the verse is, um, I read it. First, um, in a little online book that was basically like Bible verses for gay people. So it was um, verses that make you feel like like the Bible's telling you like it's okay to be who you are type. And this verse is just um, just says, "Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you," which is basically like God saying to Jeremiah, "Like I knew who you were going to be before you yeah. were even a person," which is very comforting to know that like God knows who you are and who you're going to be and what you're going to turn into. Like, even before you're, like, an idea. Yeah. So, I really like that one. And the second one's a little shady, but I find it, like, really touched <laughs> my soul when I first heard it. It's Galatians 4.16, so it's just going to be G-A-L 4 colon 16. Mm-hmm. And it's going to, and that verse is, um, am I now your enemy because I tell you the truth? And 
the reason I for like that. that one, I told that to Juan, and Juan was like, that makes so much sense. Like, yes. when I said that to her, like, with your personality, because I have a pretty abrasive personality, I'm pretty loud, I try to tell the truth, I try to be genuine, and mm-hmm. I think some people get a little defensive around me, or they, they don't know how to handle that. I mean, it's almost to a fault. Like, I'm, I'm kind of loud and... Um, fiercely independent to a fault to the point where like I don't get along with some people because that like I'm just coming in hot yeah so I really like that like am I your enemy because I'm truthful to you and I love that so I'm getting them on my wrist just like the right next to each other on my right wrist my mom is kind of a purist and she she's a job specialist so she gets people jobs but she Mm -hmm. has that very old school way of like no tattoos showing like no piercings on your face, like, type thing. So um, I told her a long time ago about this idea, and I told her I'd get it under my watch strap, mm-hmm. so, like, it'll be covered by my watch strap, <laughs> so that it'll be hidden. And it's also, will be on a place that if I'm, like, in a really formal environment, I can wear, like, a long sleeve and I'll, like, cover it up. Just to make her comfortable, because I don't feel like dealing with, like, getting... I would never get on my face. Right. But, you know. Whew, that's... Yeah. I, I have a lot of tattoo ideas just stored in my head little ones so Mm -hmm. like i want to get that one i want to get the scorpio symbol i want to get the pluto symbol i want to get the water symbol the triangle and the air symbol which is also a triangle um i want to get um two bigger pieces not big but more detailed um every person has two tarot cards associated with their birthday. Oh, I and didn't know that. I want to get my two tattooed on me. So mine is um, the high priestess and judgment. And I think that's funny because I am like a tarot card reader and I am. So that like, like super fits you. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I'm connected to higher mysteries and I love um, kind of yeah. judging you- people, <laughs> that sort of thing. And like giving advice. And I'm very much that yeah. person. How do you figure that out? Not to like cut There's you off. There's like a little, like you could just Google it and oh. you can put in your birthday. It's really easy. A lot of people have the same ones because there's only so many cards in the yeah. deck. So um, a lot of people overlap. I really kind of want to know mine now. Yeah, you can look it up like right now if you want to. Yeah. I'm gonna. So this week, this this week was really, really positive. Um ambiguously, I will just say. Um I learned some stuff about some people, good stuff about people, and um it really it was nice. So I had a great week, and then it segued into a really, really great, crazy weekend. So I didn't tell Emmy all the details of my weekend when she showed up because I wanted to say it on the podcast. Um, <laughs> and I find in my life, um, I'll have like one weekend a month where I just am going like out every night. I'm like going crazy, mm-hmm. like. And then the other three weekends of the month, I do nothing. I, like, sit at home. I just watch TV. I don't do anything. Same. But there's one weekend, maybe two a month, where I'm just, like, the stars align. All my friends want to go out. Like, separate friends want to go out. Like, I'll, have, I'll go out with one friend group. I'll go out with another friend group. Like, this was that weekend for me this month. Already early in the month. So I might – and there's five weekends in May. Or there's five Fridays in May. So I might get another one. Yeah. But – um. Friday, it was like a girls' night, so um, Tasha, Jess, and Liz, who have been on the podcast in separate episodes and one together, so hey guys, um, we all went out Friday, um, just, you know, 
um, kind of, it's getting warmer. We all wanted to go out. Um, so we went to Casuela's. And if any of my OSU girls out there know that Casuela's is where you go to get effed up. So like, um, went and got two pitchers of margaritas and just went crazy. Um, that was the beginning of the night. I think. <laughs> we made it to other places, but we got, um, some margarita pitchers. Um, it's kind of funny between the four of us, um, I don't know if I should say this, but I'm going to say it. So um, between the four of us, like Liz and Jess, I don't want to say they're like innocent, quote unquote, but they're very like, um, yeah, kind of like, for lack of a better word, just a little bit more innocent. But then me and Tasha are kind of like sex freaks a little <laughs> bit. So like, you know, we're talking about certain things. I was drunk and I was like, Jess, I'm going to teach you how to deep throat. And I got, uh, Love that. I got my margarita cup, my plastic margarita cup, turned it over to the back and put the whole back of the cup in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is how you do it. And like, um, I'll show you the picture. Jess took, brought her Polaroid camera out with her and she, um, snapped a bunch of pics. So like, this is the one of me with the back of my, the back of the oh cup. And <laughs> it was a moment. It was definitely iconic. very fun. Very pretty iconic moment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we're kind of like sex freaks and the non-sex freaks. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say they're innocent because they're they're not. But <laughs> like, you know, like me and Tasha can get a little freaky. Like we we, you know, we've been around the block. We're kind of thoughty sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then um Jess and Liz are are not super thoughty. So it's kind of funny us all being together and um so we tied one on it because Wayla's got some pictures. I look super cute. My outfit was was um, casual, but yet noticeably put together, if that makes sense. So I was mm-hmm. wearing like um, these um, shorter um, khaki shorts, dark, like kind of a medium brown. And then I had like a tan and white striped shirt that I buttoned all the way to the top, just rolled the sleeves. Very simple, but yet people were flagging me down going like, love that shirt, love that outfit. I like that. I like putting together a simple look that people connect to. They like it. And it was funny because Jess wore similar colors, so we kind of didn't even plan to match, but we kind of matched. We both looked like we were going to play croquet, (laughs) like in the Hamptons. Like we were very like, that um, that was the look of our night. And then um, we went to Oddfellows because... um, Jess wanted to talk to the cute bartender there. So she made a stop at Oddfellows, which is a bar in the Shore North. Emmy used to live near Canton. Long way away. Long yeah. way away. And she just moved um, into town. So she's got to catch up and, and <laughs> learn about all the places to go. Yeah, I don't know very much But um, right Oddfellows now. is in the Shore North, which is like close to downtown. Actually, this is like the neighborhood we're in right now. Yeah. It's the Shore North. So we go to Oddfellows. There were dogs at Oddfellows, which... I did not like, <laughs> not because I don't like dogs, but because why would you bring your dogs around a bunch of drunk, like 20 somethings? Like they could get hurt. Like someone could shatter a glass on the floor and then that dog could walk on it mm. and stuff like that. And, I'm just, and also it's maybe a health thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Um, so immediately walked in, I see this like furry creature, like walking between everyone's legs. And like, what dog is, it was a Labrador. It was a golden lab, super pretty. I pet it, but I just, there was another guy petting him. And I looked at the guy and I was like a dog in here. And he's like, yeah, it's a little weird. And I'm, yeah. It's very weird. So, um, anyway, we were all too drunk to really care. Yeah. Um, I've been doing yoga recently. So at one point I was, I went into warrior three, which is if you're not a yogi, um, that's where you're on both feet, but then you kick one leg back 
and you're balancing on one leg and then you have like your hands and kind of like a prayer fold and you you're like a t you're making like a t with your body and i'm doing that and all of a sudden i feel this hand like grab my ankle and this girl was supporting my warrior three she was like keeping my back leg up it's <laughs> like that you're the real one for that yeah um so we're at odd fellows for maybe about an hour we take a shot of tequila um you know having fun also odd fellows um all my Columbusites know this, but uh, there's Mickey's Late Night Slice, which is like a pizza place. Mm-hmm. Um, it's connected to Oddfellow, so everyone like gets pizza there too while they're drunk. Smart. And it's really good pizza too. It's pretty yeah. good. Anyway, um, so then from there we walk down to Axis, which is like the gay dance club, which is super fun. It's always a really great time if you ever want to like go dance. It's kind of loud, a little crowded, but it's a good time. And their bathrooms are amazing. <laughs> and everyone who's listened to the last episode of the podcast knows about my bathroom problems in public, mm. especially when I'm out drunk. So their bathrooms are lovely. So we show up to Axis. Um, I remember we danced for a little bit. And as, there was a drag show. So one of the um, contestants of RuPaul's Drag Race this season was performing that night. Oh, and wow. we didn't even know. We just walked in and they called her up on stage. And we were like, oh, okay. Like, just stumbled in on a show. She put on a pretty good show. It was fun. And then we're dancing. And this guy comes up to my friend Liz. And is like, you are so pretty. And, like, he's obviously gay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, he's just going to, like, try to talk to me. Because I'm a narcissist. <laughs> I was like, he's like going up to Liz and then he's going to talk to me. And so he doesn't, he just like walks away and I was like, oh, okay, that was humbling. Like <laughs> you're full of shit Christian, but that's great. So then anyway, we make our way to the back and we're sitting. Um, I see some people I know say hello. Um, randomly, this one girl comes up to me and she compliments me on my shirt. I'm like, Oh, thanks. You know, thanks for the compliment. Then she's talking, her and this other girl who ended up being her sister are talking, I think sister, we're talking to my friend Jess and I turn to Liz and I'm like, some lesbians are going to, are hitting on Jess. We might need to like swoop in and <laughs> save her because Jess is really straight and like, mm-hmm. not like any fault on the lesbians part, but just on everyone's side, like we might need to swoop in and like, you know, yeah. call time out. But then the girl who's complimenting me on my shirt comes up to me and goes, are you friends with Emma Carson? Who's my friend from my major? back in college i was like yeah i am and she goes you were at my 21st birthday party back in 2016 how are you oh my god i don't remember this girl's name i vaguely remembered her look and when she said that i remembered but small world yeah her parents were in town from florida and she brought them to the gay club so her parents were like shit faced at the gay club talking to me about buying a mattress because i'm (laughs) buying a mattress so it was really weird. And then, you know what? That guy that I thought was going to talk to me and didn't mm-hmm. came up to me while I was sitting and was like, you left the dance floor too early. And I was like, yeah, I had to pee. Sorry. <laughs> and then, see, I'm I'm really like just – I have like um, – I'm pretty candid. Yeah. Like, you know, I'll tell you what I'm actually doing. I feel and, you. I'm the same way. Yeah. And then he he goes, you left the dance floor too early. And he was like, I just want to say I think you're super sexy. And so I was right. He wanted to talk to me. You were right. Me. I know things. <laughs> so like what happened this past weekend, with, again, without getting – or week, without getting into too much detail, I was telling our friend about this. And I just said, I am so smart. Like, I knew this was going to happen months ago. And then it happened. This thing happened that I'm not going to explain. And um, I was like – I'm fucking smart. Like, I just know this <laughs> shit. Like, do you ever have that moment where you're like, I just, like, you just have yeah. that eureka you moment. You just, like, know something. Yeah. Yeah, that so, happens to me. 
that was a mini moment at the club. I was like, I knew that guy wanted to talk to me. I knew it. So then um, we just ended up leaving at like 2 a.m., almost 2.30. We're finally leaving the club. I go home, just lay in bed, like fall asleep, obviously. Then the next day, went to Ikea, did all this stuff. It was kind of a witchy day. I gave my friends tarot card readings. Um, I'm kind of a light witch, not really like um, super into it, but I, I do some witchy stuff. So I um, gave my friends some tarot card readings. We, we exchanged some advice and different things like that. It was very fun. And then we all went out last night. So um, I went out with our old coworkers an old coworker at Zulily, um, Jessica. I don't know if you met her. I don't think you did. I think, or you might have known her briefly. I think she was there for like two weeks when yeah. I was there, and then yeah. she and then she left. left. So um, went out with her last night. Um, I looked. I'm not going to mince words, guys. I looked amazing. <laughs> My outfit was great. It's very Casey Musgraves. It was like a floral shirt, with all this gold jewelry. Not tacky, very tasteful. Mm -hmm. Pendant, two brooches on either side. These earrings I'm wearing now. Tight jeans and these like suede boots. And oh. I was like, I want a look. I was like, I want to turn a look tonight. My Friday night look was good, but understated. I want to like look like someone. Like I want to walk in. And then my brown, my leather jacket. So um, <laughs> I pull up to the bar or I'm walking. I walk to Union a lot because it's really close. So um, before I start, we should get this into the pan. Yeah. I've just been stirring the batter as I'm talking. Yeah. Let me get the pan. The pan. Okay. If you want to pour it in, go I for it. I don't care. I was um, just offering to help. Yeah. Sometimes I need to learn to let the guests um do stuff help out because the guests never. Um, I'll hold this up while we she's <laughs> pouring. She's pouring. Um, you so, are kind of like the control is mine. No I, offense. I am like a control freak yeah. through and through. I really am. Like I. I can't say I don't mean it. I just like to know that I'm getting the, like, if it's done, I know that I'm getting it done right kind of thing. So it's no shade to anyone. <laughs> it's just like, I want to get it done. You want to do it the best. So anyway, um, Ubers last night were like $14 and I live like six blocks from the bar. So I was like, I'm just going to walk. That sounds so expensive. So I'm, I'm strutting my stuff. Yeah. It's normally like five bucks. It was just because everyone went out last night for, like, Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. My town is really small, so we, like, don't have Ubers, the town that I'm from. Yeah, so, same. like, I'm just, like, never used that before. We'll get used to it, girl, because everyone takes them here. <laughs> anyway, um, are we – yeah, if you want to – anyway, or if you want to spread that. Yeah. It's a little thick. Um, so I'm walking to the bar. What? That's going to be a bad joke. Well, you should make a bad joke. I was going to say, that's how we all like them, though. Yeah. Oh, that's not that bad. No. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something really gross. No. Oh, gosh, no. Not not yet. Not at, not, yet. not at that comfort level yet. Oh, my God. But just wait. <laughs> so, I'll get there. Um, I'm walking to the bar. I'm passing a group of, like, straight guys. I think they were straight. Always makes me a little nervous. Because I'm just like, what are they going to say? I obviously I look gay. Like, walking. Yeah. Like, my outfit was very gay. All of them, I walk by and they're like, damn. They were like, you look good. Where are you going? And I'm like, I'm like, just out. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, I love the jacket. You look great. I'm like, ah. I was like, yes. I'm like, ah. I know I look amazing. <laughs> so I'm walking to the bar. I walk in. 
see Jessica. We're waiting for our friend Brittany. We are. Um, then a girl who's standing across from me just goes, you look amazing. And then the guy she's with is like, yeah, oh my God. Like, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, I love, I love looking amazing. Mm-hmm. The only downside to turning a look is I find like guys don't really come up and talk to me or to hit on me or whatever. Because when I look like a, a goddess. It's too much. It's, it's kind of intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> Not to do my own horn, but. The most times I've ever been hit on are when I show up to the bar and, like, basically what I'm wearing now. Just, like, jeans, a flannel. Wow. One time I went to – it was, like, Long Island night. I had, like, a long day at work. And I was tired, and we were going to Long Island night, and I was like, I'm just wearing what I wore to work. Don't care. Wore what I wore to work. Tried to trim my beard. Ended up shaving it all off. Immediately walk in and people were hitting on me. I'm like, what the hell? Like, when I turn a look, everyone runs away. Yeah. The minute I look like a normal, just regular Joe Schmo, everyone wants to hit on me. I think it's because when someone looks really good, it's hard to go up to them. I think so. Yeah. So we were sitting at a table and I would just, people would just walk by and go, I love this. Like, they would look at my outfit and be like, love it. You look great. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is all I need. Like, I love when people compliment my outfits because... Um, like a big bird just like flew into my patio. That's funny. Um, when I put a look together, mm-hmm. like I'm taking the time to like yeah pick it out. Like there's a color story. There's the accessories. Like I I love it. I love putting together an amazing look. I'm even thinking about what I'm going to wear to Pride already, and it's May, and that happens in June. I'm already putting my outfits together in my head. So. When someone actually compliments me on an outfit that I spent time with planning it out, it just feels amazing. Yeah. So we didn't get super crazy last night at all, really. We just kind of um, just shot the shit and just I had a couple margaritas and then just went home. It wasn't anything wild. Um, and then today I just ran errands. I don't know. It's It's been kind of one of those eventful weekends where like every part of your time is spent mm-hmm. doing something like one thing or another and then right now we're recording this so yeah it's just busy busy oh i will say guys like um i'm, I'm back after a week <laughs> off i took a week off I, um my easter was last weekend so a week after regular easter so i took last week off so that's where i was um no episode then but um yeah, so that was my weekend getting Emmy caught up. It was busy, busy, a lot of drinking, a lot of yeah, um, interesting things happened. Um, yeah, which it was like a witchy drinking weekend. Like, it was just a lot of like that's a mood though. Yeah, that's like one hundred percent would it be really, down. Yeah. yeah, it really was that. Like it was a lot of um, tarot card readings mm-hmm. and uh, like talking about religion and drinking margaritas and like dancing and having fun. It's just one of those like very serendipitous weekends where like everything's just fun. Like you just have one of those weekends where you're like, oh, everything I'm doing is just great. Like I bought a new plant today. (laughs) I bought an air plant because they're easy to take care of. Bought an air plant today. Went and got like, went and tried a new restaurant. Well, not a restaurant, it's a food truck, but whatever. Mm. Um, so anyway, um, we're going to break for just a little bit um, and put these in the oven. And we will be back in just a second. So enjoy a commercial um, and we will return 
Okay, so we are back. Um, I was telling Emmy, I feel like I'm hogging the conversation, but I just had a very eventful weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to like give her the spark notes versions of it and talk a little bit off off record about some stuff. But um oh that's your cup. No, that's that's my cup. Yeah. Okay, anyway, we're drinking some water, so I <laughs> thought I grabbed her glass. Anyway, um you said you had a story. Yeah, I do, I do. Yes, so I want to hear this. I think it's been a year now, but I had a guy who I was like friends with benefits with for a while uh-huh. and it was going pretty well and like exactly what I needed at the time. Not a big deal. Just casual. Just casual. Yeah. And then he started like hinting that he caught feelings and I was like, okay, I guess um, I'll reevaluate or whatever. And I was like, it's not that bad. It could work. Like if you really mean this, but the dude was shit. Yeah. First of all. Okay. Um, and so it ended kind of badly because of him mm-hmm. but I'm also not to like seem like a shitty person like kind of a good person so I was like whatever I'm yeah. just not gonna get back with you we're not gonna do that anymore but yeah I'll still talk to you whatever yeah um so he'll like occasionally ever every like few months try and hit me up and yeah. that happened this weekend and I just the first thing he texted me was something like Today is one of those days where I just want to relax and get a really amazing blowjob. Like, whoa. Yeah, like not to toot my own horn, but I'm yeah. pretty good. Yeah, same. Uh, so, no complaints. Yeah, same. Yeah. Uh, and so then I was like, okay, didn't read it. Like, so it showed up as red because it was on Facebook. Didn't reply, just let it go. And then he sent me a picture and I was like, uh, okay. I have that a dick picture pic. You showed me. Yeah, I was like, I have a dick pic in my inbox and I don't want it. Yeah. And I was like, but it wasn't. It like, wasn't. It was like a light. Yeah, it yeah. was like silhouette. A si- yeah, which is much more aesthetically pleasing than an actual dick. Mm, yeah. If it's, I mean, there's a little mystery to it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I like it better because if if I'm into the guy and he sends me a dick pic, whatever, I'm down. Yeah. But like, if I'm not that into you and you send me a dick pic, it's man, just rude. Yeah, I'm just yeah. against it. So I'd much rather have at least like it covered in the silhouette yeah and i was just like man you need to back off because i a don't live there anymore yeah and b am not interested Mm -hmm. uh and that like brought out i don't know this whole thing with him yeah i concur Mm -hmm. because like i was telling you before just like mincing some details there's this guy i've been talking to you like on and off for a year and he's like physically perfect for me, (laughs) but just personality wise, it's not good at all. Not good at all. He's a Leo, which already me Leo men. I'm not as strongly against it as I used to be. Like when I was young, younger, I was like, like 19 and really, really like I was on that Zodiac train, but I was immature about it. Yes. I'd just be like, no, Leo's, we don't get along. But now I try to give everyone a chance because like everyone's different. But he's literally like every negative trait about a Leo. Everything you can't handle. He is that <laughs> person. And so he hit me up last night and like I was drunk and just wanting some attention. So I was like texting back and it turned into this big thing. Not a, like a bad big thing, but like I kind of like opened a Pandora's box of like, he really likes me. He doesn't listen to this, so it's fine. He <laughs> really likes me. He has even told me, I really like you because I know you don't like me. 
And I'm like, that, you need to go to therapy for that one. Yeah, that's, wow. That is a lot. I sat back reading that and said, whoa, you need some help. Because I'm not even going to lie. Like, he brings out something in me that I do not like. He brings out negative personality traits in me that I'm not a fan of. And... I'm not the nicest person to him. It's not like I'm cruel or anything. I just, sometimes I ghost him. Like I'm not very, cause yeah. I just can't handle it. And when I'm, when I feel very like overwhelmed by someone I just do not get along with, I just like ghost because I'm just like, what am I going to do? Cause I don't want to be mean and tell him like, yeah, I think you're a dick. But, um, no, he's told me I like you because I know you don't like me. And he's a Leo and he's that negative Leo trait. Of wanting people to like them and wanting a, like um, validation and worship. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is I feel like a lot of Leos, especially Leo men, especially very more masculine Leo men, um, kind of surround themselves with people that give them that praise. Mm-hmm. But I'm the type of person that says, why should I give you that? bring me something to the table that's worth that, not just you being yourself. Cause, and I know this cause he said, well, people like me. I just don't get why you don't like me. He's like, he's like, I'm genuinely like, oh. he's like, I'm pretty much a cool person. And you're like the only person that like, I don't get along with. I don't understand why. Dude, there are 7 billion people on this earth. There's going to be one person that you don't get along with. And that yeah. just hap- happened to be me. But he's so, uh, like, he's just physically, like, I look at him, I'm like, oh, it, every all signs point to yes. Then he opens his mouth. And all signs point and to it's, no. <laughs> and it's every red flag in the world's just like, he's just like, <laughs> one time I said, like, I was like, you are, I didn't say this to you, I was just thinking, he's my opposite. Like, I've met, like, my opposite person. There are two people in my life, mm-hmm. two people in my life that I know for a fact are my Exact opposite in every way. One's a girl, one's a guy. He is um, the guy. He's just not charming. He's not funny. He's doesn't have good fashion sense, really. And he's <laughs> he's just kind of like um, I don't know. I'm a, I'm loud. I'm think I'm funny. I'm yeah. loud. I like to talk. I like to have a lot of interests, and I like to. Learned that, and he just is kind of a stagnant, like, I just don't think he, he, but the thing is, is I think he thinks he's like the funniest person in the world, most interesting person in the world. And I sit back and I'm like, you're not that interesting. You're just arrogant. Yeah. But he's hot, which sucks. Which means he gets away with it though. Most of the time. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I probably nothing, honestly. Like I usually come to my senses with him, but I think this time around, <laughs> yeah. A little oil on this table. <laughs> um, I think this time around, I'll just, I'll try not to ghost and just be honest. Yeah. It's hard to be honest. Because yeah. I don't want to hurt people's feelings. Like, deep down, I know a lot of people who know me would think that I'm, like, this heartbreaker. Like, not, like, in a, like, a sexy way, but just in, like, a speak my mind. Yeah, like, like don't Even if I'm going to be a bitch. But I genuinely don't like hurting people's feelings if they don't deserve it. Yeah. Like, he's never been actively mean. Just our personalities don't mesh well. And that's something he can't help. Like, if he was actively being mean or rude, mm-hmm. like, purposefully. Then you can then, absolutely. Then I would not feel bad. But it's the fact that it's just our personalities don't mesh well. 
I can't be mad at him. So I don't want to be mean to him. Yeah. So it's hard. Because there are people in my life where I can read them the house down, like, and be a, a rude-ass hoe. Yeah. But they deserve it because they're being rude. Yeah. But when they're just ignorant of it or they just – it's just who they are and they're not being actively that way, it's hard. It's hard for me. Like, I don't want to be mean. So that's why I kind of fade out of the picture rather than lay it all down like that and hurt some feelings. I don't like to hurt feelings. Yeah. No, I'm the same way, except I also can't ghost people because then I feel bad for not replying. I So I can't. Sometimes I used to kind of feel that way yeah. about not replying. When I went to counseling years ago, um, this is back in like a pretty difficult time of my life, just like emotionally, a lot of stuff was going on. And I used to be that person that if I didn't get a text back within like a minute, I would freak out. I would oh, have like a no. mental break like every time. Like I was very fragile and I was in counseling and my counselor just said, um, what do you think when you don't message someone back immediately? He said, what's the reason why normally if you don't message someone back immediately, what's the reason? And I said, oh, I might just be busy. I might be at work. Like, and he says, why do you freak out um, when someone doesn't message you back? And I said, well, I don't know what they're doing. Like, they might hate me. Yeah. And he says, well, why is it okay for you to not message people back, but when they don't, you freak out. Why can't you apply that same rationality of they might just be busy. They might be doing something. They might not have their phone on them. Their phone might've died. Why do you immediately jump to, they hate you. They don't want to interact with you anymore. Like, mm -hmm. And I, that was a great question. <laughs> so I used to be that person where I felt bad, not replying. You know, I would freak out if I didn't get a reply. Now I'm much more mellow and I'm just like, whatever, it'll happen when it happens. I don't care. Yeah. But um, I don't know with him. Ugh, it's <laughs> such a contradicting thing. Yeah. It's so contradicting. And there's a lot of guys I've, like, um, dated that it's just very contradicting where I'll, I'll date them and they're super nice, but they just don't pique my interests or they're, I like their look, but they're, doesn't work, like, personality-wise. And I just, I want to meet that one person where it's like, I like their look and they interest me. Yeah. And they're nice. That's, like, the three things I really want. I want someone who I think they look good. Doesn't necessarily mean they need to be like a model or anything, but just someone I look at and I'm like, they're handsome. Like, I like that. Mm -hmm. They're also mesh really well personality-wise. And, like, um, they're not a dick. Yeah. <laughs> That's hard dream to come across. Guy. Yeah. Yeah, dream guy. Dream guy. Don't be rude. And I think you're cute. I, my, um, when people ask me what, what my type is, I don't really have one. Same. I don't have one either. Like, I've liked a whole different spectrum of guys. The thing about, so physically, my only thing is, is um, I want to know you at least um, are taking care of yourself mm -hmm. health-wise. Because I respect and understand of all people I should that not everyone is a muscular, lean athlete. Right. And that you could be bigger but still be taking care of yourself. And that's just naturally how your body is. So when a lot of guys are not not guys, but friends ask me, you know, what's your type? What's your type? I just say physically, just, I want to know that you're taking care of yourself and you, you know how to treat your body well, mm -hmm. because there are some people that treat their body terribly and they could be either huge or super thin. Yeah. And that's usually indicative of, of deeper mental problems. 
and I have mental problems. So I don't need that. <laughs> I don't, I, I, you know, and I, I pray and I hope that they find those people find help. It's not like I'm judging them. I just, um, that's the one physical thing. It's just that I know that you're to the best you can, mm-hmm. the best of your ability, you are conscious of your body. Yeah. That's the one thing. I think I have some, like, I have some tastes. You have some things you like more than other things. Yeah, but, like, I don't have the type. So, like, I love red hair. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. know. But also, and I love long hair. But, like, I also don't, like, I can see a guy who's neither, has neither one of those things and be like, yeah. Yeah, because that that might be, like, an ideal, but it doesn't stop you from, like, dating other people. Yeah, no. And I, I really don't care that much about physical appearance i'm like definitely more of a personality person and i'm like i either like you or i don't i don't have the in-between so like once i start talking to you like yeah so once i start talking to you and i get like a taste of your personality then i'm either gonna like you or i'm just gonna not and you're just gonna be like a friend and i'm like okay yeah i um i used to be when i was younger and by young i mean like college um when it came to guys, I really, really... Okay, so when I was 18, that was, like, my hookup mm-hmm. whole phase. Like, I didn't care about dating. But then the next summer, that was 2015, worst year of my life. Um, I feel that. Yeah, worst year of my life. That was when I really wanted a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And I, like, and I... Any guy I talked to, I was like, maybe this is the one. This should be the uh. one. And I would really put, like, everything into it. And I'm just an intense person. And so I put a lot of energy into things... And I don't necessarily get the yeah. the the full rebound because it's natural when you're first getting to know someone, you're not supposed to like think it's going to be the one immediately. You know, I mean, some people meet their soulmate immediately, and that's great. Yeah. But um, for us normals, it takes a little <laughs> bit more time. But when I was that age, I I was like, I like them immediately. Why don't they? Why aren't they giving me the same energy back? And it would make me have like meltdowns, like emotional yeah. meltdowns. And so the next year was pretty placid. I dated like two guys. I measure my like dating life in summers because summers I'm always just more active romantically. I think it's the weather. I think so. It's the warmth. It's usually summer. You feel like you have nothing to do. Even when you have like a full-time job, like it's still the days are longer. You have, feels like you also have more money in the summer. I agree. I don't know why. I don't know either. I'm more willing to spend money. I think me too. And then I think also there's just more stuff to do for free because the weather's nice and you can like go instead of, you know, so the winter, a lot of the stuff I do is indoors where I'm like, I go to a coffee shop where I like do stuff indoors where like you have to pay money. Mm -hmm. But in the summertime you can go to a park, you can go like to, you know, the, Places that are free, like, you know, you can go flea markets, you can go to, like, shit and just walk in, so. Yeah. Like, I feel like in the summer, the days are longer, you feel like you have more time, the weather's usually nice, and you feel like you have more money. I don't know. The stars really align in the summer to, like, date Mm -hmm. for some reason. So, I measure my dating life, like, historically through summers. So, like, summer of 2016, I dated, like, two guys. They're really nice. They ended for um, reasons that were not of my own, like, mental stuff like um they just ended for different reasons nothing bad or anything but yeah they just you know it wasn't my fault because in 2015 anything that ended it was because i had like a freak out or yeah. something so um 2017 i took off from men in general i was just like i don't really want to like date anyone really like i don't want to do anything um I just want to take some time to get to know myself. I had graduated college. I was moving into like a full-time job. So I needed to like 
just focus on who I was going to become as an adult. So I was just like, I don't want to um, date anyone. Mm-hmm. Then 2018 hit and I got a crush like right at the beginning of 2018 and that didn't work out. And it was, um, it was a really big moment because um, I like this guy who we are friends now intensely like them and looking back, I don't know why. I think it's I understand that like, feeling. And it's not because they're a bad person. It's just looking at them. I guess because we're friends. And so I'm just like, I don't, yeah. I can't see that anymore. But I think it just came in a time where I, I was getting back out there. And um, when I figured out it wasn't going to work out, I was really, really, really upset. And I asked my best friend, I was like, should I just go back to not dating? Should I take another year off? And she said, no, because you're doing so well and this isn't your fault. And you're showing incredible maturity by like Mm -hmm. not freaking out and just handling this normally. And I was like, okay, that's good. So that was a nice turning point. And then um, this year is all about, um, I don't know. I feel like in such a good mental place like emotional place where i'm just like if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't and you've got other shit going on so like yeah. don't worry about it i think anytime we freak out about it it's because i don't have anything else to do mm-hmm. so like now i have like this i'm doing my podcast i'm doing like work has been busy and like i have other sh- stuff going on but i don't know the so things are happening i think i don't mm-hmm. know it's weird hopefully yeah we'll see how it goes i but when it comes to men, I, I obviously have things I like mm-hmm. more than other things. Um, I don't know. It's also weird because I um, am versatile. So, like, I um, I technically identify, like, um, if you know what that means, like, sexually. Like, mm-hmm. I can go both ways, kind of, like, um, giving it and taking it, to put it lightly. Um, <laughs> um and so it's kind of interesting, the guys I like, it just depends on what mood I'm in. Yeah. So, like, sometimes I like masculine guys who are bigger than me, which is hard because I'm six foot five. So, like, anytime I meet a guy that's taller than me, I'm, like, immediately, like, <laughs> I need to do something. Yeah. But, and then other times I like guys who are short and a like little thinner. Yeah. yeah, it's weird. It just depends. I, I, my tastes oscillate. Mm-hmm. Obviously, race is never an issue. I yeah. don't get why it would ever be for anyone. Same. So it just it just depends. It, it really depends on what they're putting out there, energy wise, and what I want to give back. And um, I've been getting hit on a lot lately. Yes. And I don't know why, but I do. I think it's because I'm entering this energetic phase where I just mm-hmm. I'm just putting out like a, a vibe that. Guys, like, a, a guy followed me around the bar two weekends ago and just re- and went up to Mallory because I was with Mallory. And he went up to Mallory and was like, I really want to talk to your friend. Like, if he's interested, please tell him to, like, talk to me. And he was cute. It was fine. But um, I just talked to him because I just wanted to talk to someone because I'm a social person and I yeah. like to talk to people. So. Mm-hmm. And it ended up not being anything, but, <laughs> you know, it's, it's interesting. I've been finding out like guys have been hitting on me and wanting to talk to me and I'm getting out of that frame of dating apps. Mm. I've been trying to put myself in the real world more and not base it. Totally, Cause I think when we're young, we were a little younger and dating apps were first coming out. We put all of our stakes into that. 
I don't know if you were the same way. No, I've never. I tried a dating app once, and then I got too many messages. And if I get more than five people texting me, I, like, shut down and don't respond to anybody. (laughs) I go in waves where I'll go through times where I get no messages, no one's talking to me at all. Mm. Then suddenly a, a flip will switch or a switch will flip, and I get, like, a million messages from, like, a million people. But I like it. See, I'm not like you. I like having – because I don't answer half of them. Mm. But I just like it that people are paying attention to me. So um, this past week has been kind of, like, pretty chill on the dating app front. But when, I, when they first were starting to gain a lot of prominence and I was on them – I put, I based a lot of it in like my dating and romantic life on the apps Mm -hmm. and it's not healthy because, um, someone put it bluntly, dating apps are just to get you in the same room and then you take it from there. It's when you start putting your whole entire romantic and dating life into them is when there's a problem. Yeah. Cause then I even thought, you know, no one ever looks like their picture because of course they all pick their best picture. So when they show up, you get, you're automatically disappointed because I've seen guys who I see on a dating app and I think, oh, they look so good. And I see them in public and my immediate reaction is like, oh, they look like that in real life. But then I sit back and I go, that's not fair, Christian. Like they pick their best pictures. Like, of course, they're going to look like their true self in real life. Yeah. So I've been trying to adopt that mantra of um, it's supposed to just get you in the same room. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to get you in the same room. Um, And then you take it from there. And whether it's good, whether it's bad. You know, you don't know unless you try. So lately, I've just been trying to take it with a grain of salt and not put so much seriousness onto it. Yeah. But I am, like, a big dating app person. Unlike you, I have, like, all of them that you can have. <laughs> I've been thinking about getting one since now I'm in Columbus and, like, you there's like kind of legitimate people here. Options, And yeah. not just cows. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. The guys in It Zipa makes me nervous. You just gotta kind of not take it seriously and be okay. I mean, I just don't want like so. My ex and I were together for almost four years. We were engaged, and it like didn't end great. It was not a great relationship. Um, and but he, I don't know why this keeps happening. But he was a Taurus. I'm a Sagittarius. Yeah, that's not the best match in the world. Then the guy who was a friend with benefits, Taurus. What's funny is I want a Taurus man so bad. Oh, I don't, I don't need that in my life. Like it goes. No, they're not a good match for you. No, they go against everything. And like I'm, so I'm a Sagittarius Sun and a Pisces Moon, which both hate being controlled. And like Taurus is more not like I don't want to say controlling, but more grounded, yeah, like less willing to bend. A little bit more conservative. Yeah, not in the political sense, but just in the like. They have the routines. They have, yeah. Their, yeah. And I'm very much like I like I like a little bit of routine. Don't get me well, wrong. Well, I mean, like everyone has. Them. Yeah, but you like still get up at the same time every day. Eh, you know. Yeah. I mean, on the weekends, <laughs> true to, get to work. Yeah, true. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But other than that, like I'm not much of a routine person. Like I'll go on trips and we'll be like, okay, these are a couple places that I want to go, and then the rest I'll do whatever. Yeah. I okay. So Taurus is my um opposite sign on the wheel so i'm a scorpio and taurus is the opposite and i really like them i like that groundedness my mom's a taurus i was raised by one i know how they operate there's not a lot of taurus men i don't know why i wonder if that has to just do 
I some found them. Reason. Sagittarius men love me. Fire sign men in general really like me. I feel like I can see that. I think it's because they look at me. Fire signs like challenge and they're very competitive, I feel. And they look at me like a puzzle. Mm-hmm. Like they want to figure me out. And that's why this guy I was talking about said, I like you because I know you don't like me. And I'm like, well, I'm not your puzzle to figure out. Like, yeah. Sometimes that's just how it is, buddy. And I think a lot of fire signs really look at a Scorpio and think, why aren't they giving me the attention that normal people give me? You know, why aren't they laughing at my usual joke? Like, why aren't they, you know, mm-hmm. why aren't they impressed when I tell them <laughs> that I, you know, ran a marathon or some shit? Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, Shania Twain, that don't impress me much. Like, I'm just like, you know, give Love me something that. else. Show it because Scorpio... I can talk about Scorpio forever because it's my own sign. And Scorpios, I think, deal with a lot of, like, um, deeper stuff. They want to get to know. That's why it's a little off-putting talking to us because we will ask you, you know, what's your greatest fear the minute you meet us? And that's never great. And that's something I think as Scorpios we need to learn to turn it down a little bit. But um, a fire sign, for lack of a better word, they're very energetic. They're very fun to be around a lot of the times. But... Fire signs, it takes a while to get to a deeper place, mm-hmm. I found, especially with just the men. Um, it takes a while. They're not, I wouldn't say they're guarded. They just don't, I don't think a lot of the times concern themselves with that stuff, which is almost a gift because I always concern myself yeah. with that shit. I think that they're very carefree a lot of the times, I find. And so a Scorpio, I think it's appealing to them because they, it, it it shows them a side or an angle of themselves that they don't always explore or are worried about. Yeah. So um, they'll look at a Scorpio and think like, oh, they're so deep or why aren't they like paying attention to me? How like other people pay attention to me. And most of the time it's because I'm just not thinking about anything. <laughs> like, yeah. Just, <laughs> just kind of like, oh, you know, like most of the time Scorpios I think are just surprisingly awkward. Like really, that feels on brand. Because like, I'm I think not a, a lot of people, a lot of people will look at a Scorpio and go, "Oh, they must be thinking about something crazy." And half the time, we're sitting there going, "Like, <laughs> we're like, why aren't you? Like, why aren't they? Why are they standing next to me? Like, yeah. like, please go away. Like, kind of thing." Like, I've had guys. I was up at the bar once getting a drink, and a guy was like inching his way towards me, and I was like, "Give me my drink! Give me my drink! I want to run away! I don't want to talk to this person!" Like, it's like I'm really nervous. I'm really nervous. Like, I think Scorpios are surprisingly very nervous people. Yeah, I think we're just really good at kind of like putting down like that stone wall, like, hmm, like don't show that you're like feeling anything. Yeah, but like deep down, we're like <laughs> panicking. We're like pain and panic from Hercules. Oh, I love that. I know. I just watched that movie the other day. I love that movie. But, um, no, fire sign men love me. They love me. I don't know why. I think that's it. I That feels like, I would say, yeah. And it's fire and water, so I think you're naturally attracted to an opposite that might not be great. Yeah. So, like. Yeah. I feel like I haven't known a whole ton of Pisces guys, but, like, I've been attracted to Pisces guys and I'm like I don't know if that would work but at the same time like you want to try yeah and my moon kind of balances that out I think yeah you okay so I have a fire rising Mm -hmm. so I come off as like an I'm an Aries rising so I come off as just loud and Mm -hmm. energetic so I think that's also why a lot of fire signs like me is because they might subconsciously think I'm a fire sign when they first meet me yeah um 
I, you know what? I used to really not like fire signs. A couple years ago, if you were to say, like, are you going to date men? Fire sign men. <laughs> anyway, if you were to ask me, like, would you date a, a Leo in 2017, 2016, I would have been like, no, keep them away from not me. Not a chance. Now I accept the fact that everyone's different. Everyone, mm-hmm. and and I try, I've been trying to really move past, like, using Zodiac as, like, an excuse. Yeah. It's not really an end-all, be-all. It's just, like, it's this not. could be, like, the worst this or best traits. This is things traits. to look out for yeah. um, giving guidance. So I've really just been saying, be like, talk to them in real time. That's why with this guy, I'm like, I know just empirically that it's not going to work. Yeah. You know? But if I'm talking to a guy at the bar who I've never met and they're like, oh, I'm a Leo, I might have that, like, um knee-jerk reaction to be like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. but then I have to say, Christian, give him, like, at least give him a chance. Because the minute, because I'm so stubborn, the minute I'm like, no, that's not going to work. Like, I put on my, I get tunnel vision, like, yeah. I put on my blinders, and I'm like, I don't, I don't. So I've been working on trying to be a little bit more fluid, and um, I think it's because, like, you know, my moon sign's Aquarius, and my sun sign's Scorpio, so it's very fixed sign. They're both fixed signs, very yeah. stubborn, very, like, um, you know, not wanting to move a lot, so it's kind of hard. But okay, so we are going to end our the second segment, um, and we will be back in a couple of minutes or twelve seconds, however long for us it'll be a couple of minutes. <laughs> but we will continue our chat on zodiac signs in a little bit. So um, stay tuned. And we are back. We just pulled the um, brownies out of the oven; they're cooling. So. We will just continue our chat on Zodiac stuff. Yeah. So who do you think your best match is personally? Because I know what everyone's signs best match is. Yeah. But everyone's a little different. Yeah. I honestly feel like I could get along really well with the Pisces Mm -hmm. uh, because I think that they're also mutable. Like in Sagittarius's or like malleable or whatever it is. Um, Sagittarius's. Not it's no the ever Sagittarius changing. is mutable. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I thought they were cardinal, but that's Mm-mm. Aries. Mm-mm. I think Aries is so like supposed to be good for me or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's like your signs. One of your signs. Better yeah, matches. I yeah. I don't really know for sure what their better matches is, but I'm also like right on the cusp of Sagittarius and Scorpio. Like okay. I was, I think if I was born one day before, I would have been A like Scorpio. Scorpio. I don't really believe in. Cusps. I don't know if I do or not. Because People have, like, told me about it, and I'm just like, I'm Sagittarius. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't believe in it because I'm just like, you are what you were born under. Yeah. Like, just stop making excuses. Like, yeah. Because that's another thing where it's just like, just accept that you might just be a little different from, like, being a Sagittarius. Like, you got to yeah. carve out your own identity within your sign sometimes. Yeah. Because there are definitely people who are a certain sign and they just manifest those personality traits differently where I think I'm pretty true blue Scorpio. Like <laughs> yeah. my sister's a Scorpio and she, you wouldn't think that at first glance it just manifests in different ways. Yeah. So yeah. like I am a Sagittarius, but I'm also very introverted. So I don't feel like when people meet me, like I just come across as a fire sign. Yeah. But just because of how like more reserved I am. Yeah. But I think once you get to know me, I'm like pretty like fire. I don't know, fiery. Like, I don't – I'm very blunt and to the point. So if, like, one of my friends comes to me with, like, they're like, hey, I have this problem, and I'll be like, you fucked up. Let's fix it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, I'll be, like, super honest and blunt about it. Um, And I think I do have high energy just, like, 
Only after I've known you for a while. <laughs> I think you also have pretty consistent energy. Yeah. Like, you have a pretty consistent, like, mood that I've at least noticed you being in. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. really get – yeah, I'm, I feel like I'm pretty happy. Like, I don't really get super – Fired up and like, Mm-mm. yeah, or stressed out. Like, yeah, I feel like I've That's gone. That's a very Sagittarius thing. Yeah, I feel like I've gone through a lot of like stressful situations. So like, things happening to me doesn't stress me out. The only thing that stresses me out is me. It's yeah. like when I think I'm not good enough. Yeah, Sagittarius is like the hippie of the yeah. zodiac. You guys the, are pretty chill, like philosopher or whatever. Yeah, you guys are pretty like pretty um mm-hmm. regulated you're not because i'm a very like up and down like i'm either i feel things in the extreme of every emotion so if i'm happy i'm like manic if mm-hmm. i'm sad i'm like depressed if i'm angry i'm like volatile if i'm jealous i'm like yeah just claws out if you could build your perfect man sun moon and rising what signs would you choose it's a hard one. That's so hard. It's really hard. I'm trying to think like I've built my perfect man. Okay, wait, let's hear yours. I've thought about this a lot. I wanna I wanna know yours. Um it would be a Taurus sun uh-huh. with a Leo rising. Mm-hmm. Because I like a Leo and or Scorpio rising, one of the two. I can see that. And a cancer moon. Mm. I can see that. Or and honestly, I could switch the Taurus and Cancer too, between Sun and Moon. But ideally Taurus Sun, Cancer Moon. Honestly, preferably a Leo rising because I do like my guys to be um, outgoing. Um, and I think a Scorpio rising is just a little um, kind of comes off um, as that introvert kind of like. Because when you think about it, rising is also supposed to be, I interpret it as being kind of like the um, typical trait of that sign. Yeah. When you first meet. So I'm an Aries rising, so I'm blunt, I'm loud, and I come in hot. So I think a Scorpio rising would be introverted, mysterious, and a little quiet. Yeah. And I like kind of like my guys to be the opposite and be a little bit more loud and funny. And I think like a Leo or an Aries rising, like myself, would be kind of like that funny, kind mm-hmm. of like more um, wow, energetic kind of person. So that's my perfect. But I like that. I need a Earth in a major placement yeah. <laughs> for me. To like like you or not? Well, I'm open to everyone, but yeah, Earth in a major placement, especially Taurus, is like that's like solid. Like yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, I think I'm so I'm pretty sure like my like main ones are Sagittarius Sun, Pisces Moon. I have Capricorn Rising, okay. which was like that. Honestly, makes a lot of yeah. sense to me. Yeah, that was like because again, when you think of it in that lens of like you need to like your rising is just like the typical traits of that yeah. sign. You are pretty fo- like you seem focused when mm-hmm. we first meet you. Capricorns are notoriously pretty um straight edge a little bit, very like um serious but not foreboding, but just very like <laughs> yeah. to the point, um, goal oriented. And when you we when I first met you, I was like, she's not stern, but just like. <sighs> But just like um, I don't think everyone's ever not like stern, but yeah. definitely like um, you're yeah, present. You're you're you got your eye on the prize. Kind oh of yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that's very accurate. Yeah, like you don't come up because like if you were a Gemini rising, you'd be like wow, like all over the place. <laughs> and yeah, like, when Capricorn rising makes sense for you. Yeah, I think I am very like 
goal orientated, especially when you first meet me, because I am a little bit more reserved and you're not going to get any of like, I, I'm very sarcastic and I feel like I can't be sarcastic to people when I first meet them because yeah. they're just going to be offended. Yeah. Um, and then I think my Venus sign is actually Scorpio, my which makes, Venus is too. which makes sense of why I either like you or I don't like you yeah. and I don't have them between. Yeah. I am a Venus and Scorpio. So for all of you girls that don't know, girls and guys that don't know, um, a lot of the deeper astrological stuff, you have a, a sign for every planet. Mm-hmm. So your sun sign is what everyone knows. That's like your typical, that is like, when you're born, like everyone knows that one. So um, your moon has to deal with your subconscious and your emotions. Yeah. Um, your rising is how you come off to people when they first meet you. So if they were to, ha- if they were to guess what your sign is, mm-hmm. they might guess your rising sign. Um, your mercury is how you talk to people and how you communicate. Cause mercury, um, the God mercury was, um, messenger um god of of yeah god of messengers god of thieves god of yeah that sort of thing um venus obviously how how you love how you handle relationships and how you have sex mars is how you deal with energy it's like kind of um very masculine how you kind of like expel your energy how you get angry kind of too Mm -hmm. um and then those are your main ones. Cause then um, the further you get out, um, the longer the orbit of the planets. So a lot of people have the same, like, yeah. um, like Pluto especially stays in the same sign for like 40 years or 30 years. So like, actually, no, I think I'm, I think it's like 26, but either <laughs> way, it's like a big bracket of time. Yeah. Is the same. So a lot of us, I think we have like um, Pluto and Scorpio. Yeah. But um, Jupiter, um, those ones I'm a little murky on cause they're, more um, umbrellas because a yeah. lot of people have. So it has those signs have a lot to do with um, generational stuff. So mm-hmm. a lot of those, the further you get out, it's like your generation does this. Your you know, so your age group does that. So yeah. those I don't concern myself with just as much, unless you want like a real, real deep reading. But um, Sun, Moon, Rising, Mercury, Venus, and Mars are your like big ones. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um... Do you know your Lilith sign? I Lilith is like the dark side of the moon. It's like the dark feminine. Uh no, but I want to know now. Like I kind of want to look it up Mine's right in now. Cancer. I feel like I feel like I've seen it somewhere. Mine honestly might be in Sagittarius. I'm I not looked sure. it up once, like a long time ago, because um, I was in, interested. It's like the dark feminine, like your feminine energy. I don't know. It's very interesting. Yeah, I'm really not sure. I'm a pretty feminine. Uh, a lot of my sense. So, like, um, Scorpio is feminine, Aries and Aquarius. My moon is in Aquarius. So, um, those are masculine. Libra is also masculine, surprisingly. Actually, I'm more masculine than I think I am. <laughs> but, um, yeah, my um, Libra in Mercury. So, my Mercury is in Libra. And um, so, I'm a pretty good communicator and I'm good at, like, um, talking to people, but I also kind of, that pairs um, very interestingly with my Scorpio. So I'm good at kind of convincing people to do things. Yes. (laughs) That fits. I'm really good at kind of, I'm also a pretty good liar. I wouldn't call myself a liar in the negative sense of like, I will tell you truthful. Like if it's important, I will tell you the truth. But I think my Libra and my Scorpio, my Libra Mercury and my Scorpio sun conspire to where I like making up like um 
elaborate lies in the sense of um, I like fooling people as jokes. So one time yes. I, I convinced my friend that I bought a taser off of Amazon and I tased the raccoon to death. And I convinced her for 40 minutes. I made up a whole story and she believed me. And then I even convinced her that I tased my brother. And then I finally told her that I lied. Oh, so no. I like to make up these kind of tall tales and convince people of these like long and elaborate things. And then at the end, I always am like, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Like I convinced my friends that Adele was a lesbian. And I even made a name I for this. I even made a name for her lesbian lover. Oh my god! Yeah, Simone it's in Gerard. the details. Simone Gerard. Yeah. Yeah. If you sell the details, you can sell anyone on anything. Yeah. But I'll never lie if someone asks me like you know an important question. I'll never lie about anything like that. Mm -hmm. You know, if you if I break something of my roommates and they go, did you break this? And I'm be like, yeah, I did. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like I'm never going to like make up a crazy lie or anything. Like I'm not a liar in the negative sense. I just like making like, you like fanciful, telling tall whimsical tales. tall tales and yeah. like kind of, and the, but, but at the end I always tell people that I'm kidding. Like I, yeah. I like making jokes. I'm kind of a jokester. So like my Libra and Mercury and my Scorpio sun and my Aries rising kind of, conspire to like i like to kind of fuck with people yeah it's fun it's a good time but i always tell them the truth at the end but um my scorpio venus just makes me fucking crazy like <laughs> same like i just like my scorpio venus is like you like what you like you hate what you hate and if you don't like it and and uh, i get pissed off easily and yeah I, if, if, uh, if a boy pisses me off i'm done and, you know i and then my Sagittarius Mars um, kind of makes me a slow burn. Um, I think I'm Sagittarius Mars, too. Yeah. And I'm Scorpio uh, Mercury. Mm, okay. Which I feel like fits because I'm very, like... Calculated with how you talk to people. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I want you to know about me. Yeah. And that's... See, that's... I have that because of my Scorpio sun kind of uh -huh. rules it all. So, like, um... But, um... My Mars and Sagittarius and my Scorpio. And so Scorpios are surprisingly slow. We get kind of pissed off easy, but there's a difference between me being pissed off and me being genuinely angry. Yeah. And I, you don't see my genuinely angry side. And then I think my Mars and Sagittarius, because Sagittarius are known to be kind of pretty chill. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm pretty slow to real anger. Like, you'll talk to me and I'll be, like, pissed off. I'll be like, oh, my God, I was in traffic today and blah, blah, blah. But it takes a lot for you to genuinely, like, get under my skin genuinely piss me off. And I remember one time I was seeing a guy and he just – I felt like he wasn't listening to me ever when I was telling him things about myself. And if there's one thing I get pissed off is I, oh, I feel like people aren't paying attention to the things I'm telling them mm -hmm. about my personality or, like, my, my personal business because it takes a lot for me to, like, tell you – personal details about me so when I say them I, I want you to listen so I just felt he would always invite me out to hang out on Tuesday nights and I'd always be like I work in the morning I can't do that but every time he'd be like let's do this on Tuesday or Monday night or blah 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 and I'm like no I can't and one time I like snapped Ooh. and I came home and my roommate and our friend were hanging out and I just had a like like a freaking meltdown mm -hmm. like I was yelling and I didn't think I was yelling and I stopped, and Sam was like, that is the most, that is the angriest I've ever seen you. Yeah. Ever. Like, she she said, I was scared that you were going to, like, 
go to this kid's house and like beat the shit out of <laughs> And like, so it takes me a while to get genuinely angry, but when I do, it's like intense. <sighs> yeah. Like it's just like an explosion. But then I'm usually pretty quick to like, um, calm down. Not necessarily calm down, but kind of rationalize, like try to like get a pretty rational spin on it so that I'm not just angry, but I also have like proof. And then like, um, I'm, I'm not, I, I forgive, but I don't forget. I'm like that type of person. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'll get over it, but I'll always in the back of my mind, remember when you made me mad, why you made me mad, why, like, I don't fuck with you anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my, my chart really does conspire to create a very interesting portrait. Like I was telling Juan at work, I was like, yeah, I'm a Scorpio son. So I'm, I'm obsessive, possessive and, um, very passionate. I'm an Aquarius moon, so I'm aloof and distant and a little cold and calc and um, like that kind of person. Then I'm an Aries rising, so I'm loud, abrasive, and and kind of a show off mm-hmm. a little bit. And she sat back and was like, "That makes so much sense." Yeah. She's like when she heard that, she's like, "Yep." It's yeah. Like that she she says, "Christian, every day I talk to you, I learn like something new that just makes so much sense about you." And I love that. I like yeah. the people that do that. But um, yeah, it, it's mm, yeah. My chart really comes together. I feel like mine could have the like ability to make me crazy, but instead, I'm just like I have very opposite personality traits, but so they balance. Out. Yeah, so yeah. Yours is about balance. Mine. Yeah. Like, there's obviously positives about every sign. Like the positive positives about Scorpio. Loyal, passionate, caring, deeply, like, um, mm-hmm. concerned with higher powers and, like, curious and intelligent. And Aquarius, positives about Aquarius are they're humanitarian. They, they think about bigger pictures. They are in pursuit of knowledge. And then, like, positives about Aries are that worth. Aries are fun and um, also passionate and fiery. Um, so, you know, the, there's positives. I feel like we always look at each ourselves negatively like, yeah like i'm a scorpio so i'm mean and rude and blah 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 and i always try to like say like but you're also passionate and you you feel very strongly about things you have very strong yeah. opinions but yeah my my chart does kind of conspire in a really like dynamic and very like yeah vol- not volatile but very like energetic yeah way. like I tend to put out energy very noticeably like you know when i'm feeling certain ways and even kind of like fireworks yeah, even at a young age, like, my parents would be at parent-teacher conferences, and my teachers would say, you know, we know exactly what Christian's feeling every day he's in. Like, he wears his heart on his sleeve. Like, you know what he's feeling. You know what he's thinking. Like, and I've since tuned that down a little bit. But, mm-hmm. like, one time I said something. I I, I was um, talking to a coworker, and I was like, yeah, I feel, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like I, I said something, they were like, whoa, I can definitely feel how strongly you feel about these things. And like, it's just very conviction. Like I just have a lot of like convention, convention, <laughs> conviction. Yeah. But I don't know. Zodiacs has always been interesting because um, I like it in the personality aspect. I, I do like, too. I like to kind of think about people in that way. And it allows me, it gives me a roadmap on how to deal with certain people. Like when I know your sign, I know. Mm-hmm. Honestly, how to um, interact with you and then how to push your buttons too. Yeah. Like I kind of like, I know kind of what, like Harvest is a Virgo. So she's very hyper, can be kind of hypercritical. Love you, Harvest. <laughs> hypercritical, but they're also very detail oriented and perfectionist. So yeah. poking fun at Harvest would be like, 
you missed the spot, like cleaning, like that would send her. And like, yeah. just like with me, if you were to ever say like, um, I think what you like is stupid. That would get I'm you I'm immediately off. like, oh, okay. So I guess I'm going <laughs> to have to kill you now. Like that's just how it is with me. Yeah. So um, it's just always so interesting. Yeah. Okay. Back to the question because I think I have an answer. Yeah. Did you think? Yeah. You think so I think honestly, like a water sign as the sun would be good for me. Okay. But I'm not sure. Like water or fire I think would be good for me. So I'm thinking like Pisces or Aries. Okay. And then moon sign, I feel like maybe an earth sign like maybe capricorn because like i'm very like sagittarius and pisces both make my head like very in the clouds yeah and like i need someone grounded grounded and like whose emotions aren't probably going to be as like flighty as mine like i'm very um i'm not up and down with emotions i'm pretty like even tempered but like i need someone who can match that but like on a more realistic base because i'm always like oh let's like i always have these grand ideas that like never ever will ever happen yeah yeah but i'm also thinking like maybe gemini ascend like ascending i think would work for me yeah fun yeah entertaining yeah yeah out there like you but at the end of the day they're still grounded yeah but they, they have the kind of, like, whimsical sensibility that yeah. make you feel comfortable. And I need someone who, like, I can have deep conversations with. I can't do small talk. I'm very bad at it. Oh, I, I love me some small talk. I mean, Ooh. the thing is, is I know that I'll always get to, like, a deeper root. Yeah. I'm but just, I, like, less... I, I learn a lot about people through, like, learning what they like. So yeah. what music they like, what TV they like. You know, what they like to read, what they don't like to read, what they like to do for fun. Like, that's how I find out about people a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, I guess it's hard for me to get super deep with, like, emotional stuff because I don't like people knowing about, like, the things I go through. Because I don't want to burn – I have that attitude of, like, I don't want to burden you with, like, what I'm feeling. Yeah. But I'll be there for you when you need to unload on me. I have a select people where I vent, who I vent to, who yeah. I, like, trust with that kind of stuff. For the most part, it takes me a while to, like... I'm kind of the same way, but, like, I really like, like, the philosophical, like, yeah. talks and, like, the, are aliens real? Or, like, the uh, really yeah. in-depth, like, See, like let's analyze. About, I like talking about, like, culture, mm, you know... I like that, yeah. You know, music and art and that sort of thing. Um, I mean, I love all that kind of stuff. I like... I just, I have, like, a weird bodies of knowledge, so I just like to talk about like, the things <laughs> I'm really interested in and connect people through that. So, like, I can tell you anything about Kate Bush. Like, I know her whole biography. I know, like, all of her discography. I know everything she's ever done, and, like, I can talk to you about that. Just, like, and I know I've talked about this on the podcast, but, like, I know, like, about horse evolution. I, like, weirdly, I, I can tell you that horses used to be five-toed ungulates that over time evolved to run on one toe. So their their legs are long fingers. Why is that something you know? Because I just like that stuff. I like paleontology. Okay. So I just like I I'm really interested in like dinosaurs and and See, like, like ancient animals. That's so cool yeah, to me. like I talk about that shit. But it's it's you know the zodiac is a way of um, putting um, a schema into the world where you can interact with people. If you're interested in this stuff, it shows you how to interact with people, how not to interact with people and, um, you know, how to kind of move about um, Mm -hmm. when you know people's signs and you know what they like, what they don't like. Um, it's the same thing with tarot. 
I read tarot cards and I always tell people it is um, the interpretation of a subconscious problem through symbolism and fate. So it's not really magic. Mm -hmm. There's a little magic involved. You know, fate is naturally, I think, magical. And um, the tarot card is you apply your problem to it and you interpret them and you try to get some wisdom from an outside source. Yeah. That's just fate. It's random. And that's what makes it seem magical is that it's random. Like, yeah. it's, it's not predetermined. I'm shuffling the cards. I don't know what's going to be pulled up. So when I give someone a reading, I'm just saying, you know, I'm guiding you through this. Like, I'm your guide. Like, I'm going to help you. But at the end of the day, you can take away your own opinion of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's also a great party trick. I love bringing those stuff out. I love doing tarot. Well, I don't read them, but I like having them read. Yeah, I do it. I'm picking it back up. I got busy, but I'm getting back into it. But um, I get two readings this weekend. I feel great. And they were very happy with them, so I'm good with it. Yay. But, um, well, great talk about Zodiac stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I love talking about that stuff. So interesting. Um, I think we got to wrap up soon. This episode's getting kind of long. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for being here. We're not going to cut up the brownies, but they're all baked. You know how to, you know guys know what to do. From there. <laughs> um, thank you so much for being on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yes, I will definitely have you back again. Um, I will say, guys, I think this is episode fourteen. Um, season one will end at episode fifteen. I'm going to take the summer off to pursue other um, stuff and get some stuff in order and I'll hopefully be back in August. So just warning you guys that um, you can spend all summer just re-listening. <laughs> so um, thank you so much for being here, for um, baking some brownies with me and talking about the higher mysteries. <laughs> um, I think next week I'm having a guest on where we will also talk about similar stuff. So um, thank you guys for listening. Um, I want to say this has been so fun, even though I have one episode left. I've really loved this experience, and I'm so excited to be ending season one and um, had such a positive response. So thank you all for listening so far. Um, please listen, subscribe, and like on um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, um, anywhere you listen to your podcast, I think I'm on it. So um, please, please listen. Please recommend. Please subscribe. Um, at least listen one minute into the podcast so I get some cash money. <laughs> um, so thank you so much um, for another great episode. And I will be back next week. I think I have a guest lined up. I don't want to say for certain because I don't know if they're able to do it. I'm pretty sure they will. But um, thank you so much. And we will talk again next week. <laughs>